Hi, this is Tracy. And Carissa. Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast. We're just two girls who have been best friends for 28 years. We grew up next door to each other with no idea the journey God would lead us on, changing our lives forever. We hope to empower you as you discover your God-given identity by loving you, our neighbor, as Christ loved the church. Hey guys, welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast. This is Carissa. And Tracy. And today, we don't have any special songs for you, but (laughs) (laughs) uh, we're going to be talking about how God speaks. Yes. How to hear God and how he speaks. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) You want me to go ahead? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we were talking before this and um, first and foremost, I want to say don't put God in a box when it comes to ways he speaks or ways to hear him um, because I think like we can get so focused in on like, oh, he only speaks through the Bible or, oh, he only speaks to me this way or this way. Um, And he's, I just, I think we should come at it as like a child and be like, you know, what, however you want to speak, God, I'm open to it (laughs) and trust that he will speak to you um, because it says, um, let me find the verse, but it talks about, he talks about in uh, John 10, 27, this is the ESV version. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. So if you're a follower of Jesus, you're his sheep and you hear his voice. So first I want to break that lie of you don't hear him because I guarantee you do. And hopefully this um, podcast will kind of give you some, oh yeah, maybe that was God that time or Maybe because a lot of times when God speaks, um, especially in the beginning of when he's starting to like really speak to you and you realize it, you have to pay attention. Um, but and then also, too, I want to add my favorite. This is my life first because I like the number three. So it's Jeremiah 33, three, it says, call to me and I will answer you and will tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. And so to me, that's a promise. Like if you call to him, he's going to answer and he's going to show you things like mysteries, revelation. Um, So yeah, there's that too. Um, But some of the ways that God speaks to us or that you could hear him um is we went over it the last podcast bible (laughs) yeah oftentimes i mean the bible is a lot of the times how he speaks to us um and carissa i don't know if you want to chime in at any point just say something okay yeah okay um so the bible i'm just gonna go over the list and then we can go kind of more detailed on these things but bible prophetic words, um, the audible voice of God, the still small voice, um, signs and wonders, dreams, visions, trances, prayer, uh, waiting on the Lord and through other people. And also all five of your senses can encounter God. Um, That's another thing too. Um, But these are just some of the ways uh, that I 
was thinking of like how God speaks. Um, so yeah. we talked about the Bible, so we don't have to, that's important. We had a whole podcast, go listen to it if you didn't. <laughs> um, but prophetic words are the, what's on the list too. And I think like sometimes um, you can hear God, you know, speak a prophetic word over yourself. Um, but then sometimes I think like God will use other people to prophesy over you. And it's almost like most of the times when people prophesy and they're accurate, I think it's so awesome because that person may not even know you <laughs> and you know, they're hearing from the Lord because what they are saying, first of all, points to him. Um, and second of all, it's like things that only God would know about you that this person is speaking. And so God can speak to us through those words. And those words are weapons as well. When you get a prophetic word, you can war in prayer over it um, or, or bring it to your mind when the enemy comes at you. We talked about that last week about how you can use the word of God um, to prophetic words of God, even to, use it as a weapon against the enemy when he lies and tells you the opposite of what the word said. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I had a verse, but if you want to chime in on prophetic words, Carissa, you can. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking back to like, when we were talking about scriptures, like, so every time when we hear from the Lord too, like, it's almost like, I feel like the scripture will always back up his, like the word will back up his word. If that yeah. makes sense. Um, so we'll never, like, when I first started really, like, I guess, seeking the Lord, I remember one time, like, I reached out to Tracy because I'm like, how do I, how do I know I'm hearing the Lord and I'm not hearing, like, myself? And I think if we have, I think a lot of us are, are very conscious of, like, who we are as a person or how we are. And so I think sometimes, like, just learning, like, our internal dialogue and realizing, like, well, that's really not me because I know I don't like talk like that or I don't think like that. And so really discerning like, okay, well, is this from the Lord then? Um, which, you know, if it's from the Lord, it's going to be a good thing. Yeah. Um, and then just also, um, I feel like discernment has helped me a lot, but a lot of times, sometimes like I just remember I would, I would get like a thought or I would hear like repetitive, like scripture reference. And I'm like, right like I can't just come up with that on my own like I don't just randomly think of like scripture references in my head and it becomes repetitive so then I go and look it up and it's something that's like applies to me in the moment or um it it's like answering something that I've been praying about or whatever so I know it's like the Lord um and even sometimes like in my own head I would get like clouded chatter Mm -hmm. like I would hear something and, and it's almost like it's just like noise inside your head and I'm like okay Lord like is this you and sometimes I'll hear like an audible like yes and so I know but then if like I have like a thought and I think it's from the Lord but there's like that chatter surrounding it and I ask the Lord if it's him like and the chatter just continues and I don't hear that yes then I know like okay this is your own your own mind and your own thoughts like getting in the way um and that's like kind of helped me discern too like if if I'm hearing from the Lord or if my mind's just being my own fleshly mind, you know? Yeah. 
And I think, too, like, sometimes the, you, you know, our own thoughts or the chatter, as you said, sometimes they can even get in the way of the word of the Lord. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I noticed, like, that's why you got to focus, you know, on him. And, like, the more you do that, like, you're saying, it's like the Lord will help you realize, like, focus on me. I, like, I'm speaking to you. And then it's like, I feel like the more you like go to him and learn him and who he is and his nature, like the more, the easier I'll say it is to like almost shut that chatter down, if that makes sense. I don't know if you feel that way, but I feel that way. Like I feel, I feel what you're talking about, like the, like your thoughts can get in the way and they can overwhelm you sometimes, but it's like, um, when you focus on the Lord, like he brings that peace over it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times I have to like literally tell my mind like to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> cause like, cause like I know how the Lord speaks to me, mm-hmm. but you know, like we were talking about before we started, like sometimes just that, that chatter or that noise. And then the enemy will sometimes swoop into and be like, but did, did God really say mm-hmm. kind of being like putting those questions? And I'm like, God, did you like, uh. and <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've missed it a lot of times by second guessing rather than just being obedient and knowing um, because it's like, I know that I know he's spoken, but sometimes like I was just kind of backpedal out of like either fear or just questioning but that's what the enemy always wants is us to like question if we hear from God because he doesn't want us to hear from God right right yeah I speaking of like I remember like early on in my walk I should probably wait till we get to visions but like I'll just share (laughs) this one story because it's like like I was I don't know for me like um, visions kind of just started coming to me when I surrendered my life to Christ. I didn't ask for him. It was weird. And I saw a vision of a woman, like her face in another country. And then I knew I was supposed to pray for her. But then like, I was, so I was kind of learning like, okay, God, this is how you speak to me in a way you speak to me. So I remember I was at our old church <laughs> and uh, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast, but I still laugh at it because it was like how <laughs> I think to know like, okay, you start at a point and like God can grow you because I didn't start out with having visions and knowing automatically like what to do with them um, or what they even meant. Um, it, it took, It's taken time and I'm still learning, but so I'm going to jump to visions real quick, but then I'll jump back. So anyways, I was in the church and I saw a picture of a martini glass and I felt like the Lord say, like, cause I was in worship. I saw this picture and I felt like the Lord say, ask the woman next to you if she or someone she knows has struggles with alcoholism or, you know, or isn't like something like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, because I was so new and I didn't, I was like, if this is not God, I'm going to look like a fool. And I just remember I like did not want to ask the lady because I was like, man, she's going to think I'm crazy um, and she's going to, you know, I don't know. So anyways, I asked her and she said, she's like, what'd you say at first? (laughs) And then I was like, oh great, I got it wrong. That wasn't God. And then she's like, actually, yes. And she said, like, her boyfriend did. And so, like, I grabbed her hand and went up to the altar and we prayed for the guy. Um, but, like, 
sometimes when you hear from God or you see a picture or whatever, which I'll get into like what that actually looks like, you have to step out in faith and, and that's how you grow in like knowing it is God. Um, Cause now when I get a picture and, and I'll get a word or I'll ask Holy spirit a question, then I know it's God and I don't question it anymore. But when I was learning, I was like, it took risk, like operating in the gifts, hearing God and trusting that is his voice. It takes a risk. It takes faith. Um, And that's just like one example. But yeah, so for prophetic, that was like prophetic words. um, Even like when you get them from people, if you if you got a word from somebody and it was a prophetic word keep it and maybe it didn't resonate with you or maybe you're like that doesn't make sense because sometimes they don't and sometimes they're for future but write it down keep it always look at it you know ask God if this is you you know show me what because sometimes prophecy and prophetic words you have an action to take on top of it like um, you know if you're if if somebody prophesies over you you know I like you're called to foster let's say that because you know say that somebody prophesied that over you and I see you with these children and you're gonna foster many or blah blah blah, and the you know whatever the word is well there's a step in that to actually make that happen like you have to get licensed you have to go through the process and so some prophetic words actually require action to them like you can't just be waiting around okay god I'm a foster parent like, no, you actually had to do some stuff. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like that was a tangent, but hopefully that helps somebody um, on the prophetic words. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of times, like, prophetic words, I think sometimes people think it's, like, a now thing. Like, yeah. It's not always, like, a now word either. Like, you know, like, I've had a lot of prophetic words over my life, which I know they're true, but they're not a now word only because there's still character development in me that has to take place before the Lord could actually use me in the way that he wants to use me. Cause he's not going to throw me out there. Like he's growing me and stretching me right now in this season. So I can be prepared to step into what has been prophesied over me because he never wants to put you in something prematurely Yeah. when you're not ready, because that's going to damage a lot of people too. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. Yep, he has to take you a lot of the times through the process to work on your character, to work on what, I mean, like, especially whatever he's called you to, The I feel like the greater capacity that you're called to, the more, um, the more process you're going to go through because you need to be able to carry, you need to be able to handle what he's called you to carry and it, and it takes time, it takes you know, character development, it takes pruning and it takes deliverance and healing and all that. A lot of things. (laughs) Right. That process. I think we talked about it on another podcast, but it's so true. And it's like so many people hear prophetic word, like you're going to the nations and they're like, all right, sign me up. And it's like, that doesn't necessarily mean tomorrow or even next year. It could be 10 years from now or longer. And God, it will take you on a process to get ambition out, to get motives out. I mean, pride, pride, everything, like whatever he, mm-hmm. God knows us. He knows our heart. So that, you know, you have to trust him to take you on that journey and the process. 
yeah. that you are. I think it's also important to remember, too, that, like, when you hear from the Lord or even when someone prophesies over you, like, when it's from the Lord, it's not going to be condemning. Yeah. It could be convicting or it will be edifying, but it will never be condemning. Right. Um, so just remember that too. Like the Lord convicts. <laughs> right. And even I feel like even if it was a like kind of a harder word, there's always redemptive. I feel like like yes, God's exactly. always going to give you like, like if somebody's like, I see where you sinned or you did this. Well, then they should be back it up with, but the father said, come back to me. You know, like there always exactly. should be like a redemptive part of the prophecy. Like God will never just be like, you're a sinner and you're going to die. Like, you know, or whatever. Um, exactly. It will never, it will always be to build you up and never to break you. Like, yes, to break you down, but not like keep you down. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. I just feel like. You know, like sometimes a harsh rebuke is needed, but the Lord also, it's like when you get spanked, like as a kid, like a lot of times it's like your parents, like, I mean, my parents did this sometimes. A lot of times I just got spanked, (laughs) but but it's like, do you know why you got spanked? And it's because I love you, like, because you, you, like you did something bad, but it's also because I'm teaching you to not do this bad thing again or whatever, but it's like they're doing it to build your character as a person. And that's what the Lord wants to do also. And he uses other people to speak in your life. But when it's from him, like it's never going to condemn you. Like there will always be like that lifting up element, even after like a rebuke or something. Yeah, I agree. Like there should always be a redemptive part or an option for redemption. Um, Exactly. Not at, oh, you're going to hell because you had a a thought. (laughs) Right. And then some, I mean, I feel like we could do a whole podcast on prophecy because I think there's a lot to learn of like, you know, the Lord may share something with you for a person, but sometimes that doesn't mean you share it. And because there's been times like at the church I'm at, Ignite, you know, I have opportunity to have a microphone to prophesy over people. But there's been times the Lord has shared something with me about someone that I know is very, very personal or that could hurt them if I share it out loud. And so you have to learn to be sensitive enough to like ask God, do you want me to share this? Is this for me to just pray about? You know, it's important to ask Holy Spirit questions when you do prophesy, when you do have visions Anytime you have an encounter, it's, it's, I think, cause he's, if he's your friend or if you have a relationship with him, then you should be able to ask him questions and he will answer. Um, but sometimes like just learning, even in the prophetic, like not everything, even with anything that God speaks to you, sometimes it's just for you, you know, it's not to share with everybody in the world. Um, cause yeah. God shares secrets with his friends. So <laughs> I've had to learn that because I remember early on in my walk when I was just so excited that I heard from him or I had a vision or whatever. And it's like, I felt like I had to share it. And the more I've just walked with him and learned like, you know, who I am in him, it doesn't matter if I share it. Like, I just know he's my friend and I want to steward what he shares with me, you know? Yeah. But um, so I had a verse, too, for the the prophetic. Um, 
this is in first Corinthians 14, 24, and it's talking about um, prophesying and it, 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 but to back up the verses before talk about speaking in tongues, but this part is saying if all prophesy and an unbeliever or outsider enters, he is convicted by all. He is called to account by all the secrets of his heart are disclosed. And so falling on his face, he will worship God and declare that God is really among you. And I think that speaks of like the power of a prophetic like prophecy, because I know like in my church, like we'll have, you know, an unbeliever or a guest come in or whatever that's never been there, but we'll do like prophecy over people. And I have seen like where God like touches people by the prophetic word because they they know he's real because like I said before, like these are secrets of their heart. Like this is how God sees them. And how could you know that? And they know, man, God is so real if he just spoke that over me through this person. Um, and I that's why I love prophecy and I love giving prophecy because I've seen it like glorify God and the person just be wrecked not from me but from God you know and that's really what prophecy is is like speaking the heart of the father you know yep the what is it the spirit of prophecy is Jesus I mean he is the the prophet he should be at least you might have a false prophet if he's if the prophetic word isn't pointing you back to Jesus but in some way shape or form but yeah, it should be the father's heart. It should be words from his heart. Um, so yeah, anything else you want to add on prophecy, Carissa? No, okay. I think because we're going down like the line of like the different yeah. types of ways God speaks. Yeah, so, yeah. Then okay, I'll have more to interject with those. Yeah. Okay, so I put um audible voice of God, which I personally have never had the audible voice of God speak to me. I'm not limiting that because I think it could happen, but I don't think, I think there's a lie that, that people think like when they say, I hear from God, I heard his voice. They think it was an audible voice, like Tracy, like loud. And for me, it's never happened like that. Like maybe one day, I don't know. I don't put limits, but like, the the majority of the way he speaks to me is not the audible voice or ever I haven't ever had it happen but I think um it is a possibility because I know people that have had um the audible voice of God speak to them and it's usually when they have that it's usually from what I hear it's like one or two words maybe their name and it's like God is getting their attention though um somehow some way and it's like he it's almost like a he needs to wake you up or shake you on something is when I, from the testimonies I've heard of people that have heard it, it's kind of like that. So that is a way, but I think I want to just throw it out there that it's a lie that when you hear people say, I hear the voice of God, I think a lot of people are like, he talks to them, like he's talking in a microphone over the airwaves in your ear. And that's not how it is. (laughs) So, um, I don't know if you want to add to that, but yeah. So like, so like for me, it's weird. Cause it's like, I don't hear the audible voice, but it's like, I know the yeah. voice. I like, it is so hard to explain because there's like, 
when I know like the Lord is speaking to me, it's like he speaks into my mind with like a knowing of his voice without the actual voice. I do not know how to which, explain that. Okay, way, but... so that I think would go on to our next one, which is I agree is the still small voice. I, I call it that because it's like it's yeah. the it's the inner like it's almost sounds like your voice at times because it's coming from you inside you. But it's the Lord. And I have a verse for that, actually. Um, let me see. Uh, it's 1 Corinthians six nineteen, And this, the context of this is really talking about sexual stuff. But I think this verse, like, <laughs> so just throw that in there. There's a context to it. But I think it's just showing you um, that uh, it says 1 Corinthians six nineteen. This is New Living Translation. Don't you realize that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. But anyways, that verse is talking about the Holy Spirit lives inside of us, right? So if he lives inside of us, then he speaks inside of us. (laughs) And so oftentimes, like when I know, like for me too, Carissa, when I hear God's voice, it, if you were an outsider looking inside what's going on with my internal thinking or whatever, it would sound like my voice, but it's not because I know it's him. Like, it, it is a weird thing to explain. Yeah. Like, it's like a... It's almost like having to discern that internal dialogue right. of, like, this is the Lord's voice, but not my voice. Like, for me, it comes, like, I know it's the Lord, especially because there's, like, a gentle authority mm-hmm. in it. And also, like, one thing I've always kept in mind, too, is, like, when my internal dialogue becomes very introspective, then I know it's me. Whereas when I know, like, the internal dialogue is taking place, like, almost like with dialogue between me and the Lord, then I know it's the Lord speaking. Like, but if I start to become really introspective and just inside my head, then I know it's a flesh thing. Like, it's it's my own mind. Yeah if that makes sense it is hard it is hard to explain but I think that that also comes into where you need to read your bible and it's going to help you decipher like the character and nature of God compared to like Mm -hmm. say the in because the enemy also speaks in that inside voice too and you think it's you and you hear these Mm -hmm. thoughts of like you shouldn't go or you're ugly nobody likes you those aren't you that's the enemy but it sounds like you so you think oh I'm just thinking these thoughts no, that's the enemy too. He also speaks there. But, um, and then you learn, you know, that's me or that's the Lord, because that's where the Bible does come really huge in the play of like discernment. Um, and then, like you said, Carissa, the Lord's given you discernment. You can ask for discernment. If you don't know, say, Lord, help me understand what's your voice, what's my voice and what's the enemy's voice. I actually pray that over people a lot because I think, so many people think that they don't hear from God or they or they think the lies of the enemy are them. And I'm like, Lord, just teach them because I can't, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, the still small voice is oftentimes the way he speaks. I, I know my my uh, spiritual father shared a story. I think it was I don't know who it was that had the encounter, but he shared this story of a, a guy that had an encounter with God. And the Lord like told the guy, you know, to, I don't remember the whole story, but basically the gist of the story was the Lord told him, 
so many people want to hear my voice, like an audible voice, but he says, tell my people that I often speak to them in the still small voice and they're ignoring it. And I was like, man, it's so true. Like how, you know, you'll have an impression or, or like a knowing, and it's like, you know, you should do something and you don't know where that came from. And then it's almost like you're in the world, they'd call your intuition, you know, um, if you have the Holy Spirit, he's your helper, he's your intuition, let's go world ter- terms there. But if you don't, I mean, you might be listening to something else. But how often have you felt, I need to wait, or I shouldn't go there. And then it saved you from something, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I thought that encounter was powerful, because the Lord came to him in like a powerful way and showed himself to him. But he's like, stop asking, this will be the last time I show you myself like this. And he said, I speak to you in the still small voice and you ignore it. And I was like, my goodness, like how many times has the Lord spoke to us and we ignored it? (laughs) Yeah, I remember one time a few years ago, I, I was like sitting in my room and I was just spending time with the Lord and something just came to mind where I was like, you know, the still small voice, I was like, why does God always speak in the whisper? Mm-hmm. I was like, why is it a still small voice? And it's like, and I just heard the Lord tell me to make you lean in because he wants you to get That's closer scary. so you understand what he's saying <laughs> and why he's saying it. Yeah. You know, like he doesn't just say things to say things like there's a reason for it. And he always wants you to lean in to understand the, the, the why mm-hmm. behind it. It's you know? so true. That's good. It's so true because he wants us like I like to ask the questions to inquire with him like to go further. Um, there's a verse uh, Jeremiah twenty nine twelve through thirteen. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. And I think like that's it. Like when you want him and you want to search him with your whole heart, you're gonna find him. And he's like, uh, I think the draw near to me and I will draw near to you verse. Like it's the, it's just a promise. Like, and he's, he wants a relationship. He doesn't want you to just hear things from him and then go and use it, you know, for whatever he wants relationship. But, um, yeah. So the still small voice. (laughs) So God is probably speaking to you. Trust that you're his sheep, you hear his voice. Um, I think too, sometimes condemnation comes in and like makes people feel like God doesn't want to talk to me because I'm so bad. Well, then repent. It's like we talked about, like the father's waiting for you to come to him, waiting for you to, you know, he's not mad. He just wants you to come back. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. I think too, like, like I went through a thing where I was like God doesn't talk to me like he talks to others or I don't hear his voice meanwhile I'm having like visions and dreams and it's like (laughs) okay but then the Lord had to deal with me on that orphan spirit that I keep bringing up and it's like I had to realize that he was my father and that he wants to speak to me because just like Ryan and my kids like you don't have to beg for daddy to speak to you you know like so if that if that's a yeah. struggle, like I'd say, um, let him encounter you with his love. Um, 
and then ask him to kind of show you what it, you know, what it means to be like, I prayed like a daughter or a son. Um, Cause he'll answer that. He'll answer that call or that cry of your heart. It also comes down to also like he speaks to everyone differently. Yeah. So how he speaks to Tracy isn't the yeah. same way he speaks That's true. to me. And I think a lot of times one, he speaks to us based on how he created us, like based on like our giftings or our callings or whatever, like, and and even in that like I used to do the same thing I would say oh like God doesn't speak to me this way God doesn't speak to me that way blah 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 but like the fact that I was even verbalizing that it's almost like I was shutting down how he could yeah. speak to me because he could speak to us in all ways but he might have a more primary way in how he chooses to speak to us but like I feel like sometimes like I would just be like, well, God doesn't talk to me that way and so I basically shut down the ability for him because I believed that he could yeah. That's true. <laughs> I think it and it goes back to like the still small voice. Like I felt oftentimes he talks to most people in that still small voice and we want something bigger and greater, which he I believe he'll give you, but like in that encounter where he said most people <laughs> are ignoring my voice. Like, don't ignore the still small voice. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um so are you you think that's good or you have anything else to add to that Carissa uh no I think that I think we've been on that one for a minute yeah I think we're good I think all right the next one I wrote down is signs and wonders which um you can think of like Moses and the burning bush like to me that was a sign and a wonder um I personally haven't really had a sign and a wonder like I haven't had gold dust show up on my floor or gems appear or I have I do God this is funny this speaking of like God speaks to you in a way that you know just for you personally I see a lot of the fire rainbows and like whenever I see them I know it sounds weird but I'm like I am reminded of my covenant with God and it's like it will come at just the right time of like he's reminding me like I have you I got you I see you and so for me, I call it my, like, one of my love languages with God is a fire rainbow. So, and to me, it's kind of a sign and a wonder because I, I mean, they don't just appear all the time. So, <laughs> yeah, but signs and wonders can um, be a way God speaks. Um, and I mean, that could look like so many things. Uh, he could come in a cloud, you know, he could come. I don't know. He could send an angel. Well, that's like. <laughs> What was the uh the the story of the bite where yes, the donkey he's yes. the donkey <laughs> like that okay so if an animal right. started talking to me I would probably <laughs> run away like let's right. be real dog <laughs> or think I was dreaming or something if Jerry just started somebody like laced my food with like drugs <laughs> if Jerry was like thus saith the Lord Carissa like <laughs> you would probably freak out. <laughs> I would probably pick the dog up and throw him like I'm not gonna lie <laughs> like. Yeah. It would scare me. And again, I I think like <laughs> that's so funny. I can't. I can imagine it. Yeah. But I think too, like again, like with the signs and wonders. I think those are always like there's a reason they happen. Um, like even the you know who was it Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fire. Like 
they didn't get burned. That was a sign and a wonder, you know, like, but there was purpose to it. Like, it didn't just happen to happen. Like, and Jesus was them with them, like, in the fire. So, I don't know. Things like that, I think, have a purpose or, you know, it's not just to do or have. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember somebody saying, like, they were talking about the burning bush, like, why it was like a sign and a wonder because I was like okay like it's like a burning bush like woohoo you know but they started explaining it and they're like you know he's in the desert and it wasn't abnormal and it's not abnormal you know like like wildfires basically so it wasn't abnormal for something to catch on fire in the desert heat but it was the fact that it was the fire that caught his eye to look over and when he gave it its, his attention is when he heard the voice of God yeah, coming from it. That's good. And so sometimes like God will do things to grab our attention because he wants to speak to us. Yeah, through it. that's good. It's true. That's real good. I agree. Um, I don't have much to talk about on signs and wonders, but it can happen. And I'm again, we don't put God in a box. So Lord, if you want to speak through signs and wonders, that'd be cool. <laughs> oh, another, I will say. Yeah, Uh, yeah make your dog talk (laughs) jesus oh you might be scared but um (laughs) i think too like signs and wonders can be in the weather like uh there's several like prop there i forgot who it was that actually like stopped the day like um i don't know who it was in the bible but there's like signs and wonders even in the um in the elements like snowing and uh, like it may snow in yeah. summer. I've I've heard of that happening with prophetic words. Even like somebody prophesied, the sign of the Lord will be it will snow in this summer, and it happened. Um, so those are like signs and wonders as well, and they can be connected with like the the elements of the earth. Yeah. Well, that's even like so when we were at the send and we were asking for holy. Oh Spirit yeah, rain, I forgot about that. And there was no rain in the forecast. <laughs> yeah. At all like at all and it started yeah <laughs> and it was like what and it was only like right in the vicinity I though that. like I forgot about it oh my gosh like I'm like freaking like yeah. my arms are like getting all goosebumps even just thinking about it because I'm like man like I forgot about me that too and and we're <laughs> racing and let it rain <laughs> like yeah yes! that was crazy <laughs> okay that's a sign and a wonder there we go good job Carissa <laughs> And then do you remember, like, after, two we, we like, that weird random shooting star thing that, like, shot across? Like, I don't do you remember, remember that? I don't oh, remember I don't that, but I'm not saying it didn't happen. I was just like, what was yeah. that? <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. 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 So, I forgot about that. That's a good one. <laughs> there you go, guys. There's a sign and a wonder we saw. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even remember that till now. But, yeah. So... That's awesome. Yeah, God can speak through signs and wonders. And usually they're, you know, a purpose. Um, but, okay. Or, like yes. in Acts, they had the fire, right. you know? Right. That's a sign and wonder, right. too. Amen. The fact that they spoke in other tongues that were not their own. Like, and it wasn't even a heavenly language. They were speaking other people's languages from their countries. Right. Like, like, for example, if I like my mom's from the Philippines, I cannot speak Tagalog at all. Like, I only know English and like Holy Spirit tongues. That's it. <laughs> but, but like, 
if I went to the Philippines and then all of a sudden I started speaking in Tagalog, like that would that would definitely right. be a wonder because I don't know how to speak it at and, all. Yeah. You know, and that's what happened in Acts. Like they just started speaking other people's languages. And so people were hearing what the Lord was saying through them. Like, I don't know. I just think it's beautiful. Like, I feel like sometimes maybe we don't necessarily believe that God can still move like that. And that's why we don't see it. Yeah. Best. It's true. Um, which leads me to the verse about, uh, actually it's in Acts 2, Acts 2, 17 through 18. <laughs> and in the last day, this is also from, it's, uh, I think it's, is it Peter that says this? I think he's preaching and he says the, these are the days kind of we're in and it's right after the mm-hmm. upper room happened and all that happened. And he's like re-speaking the prophecy right. from Joel, Joel right? Joel 2. It's Joel 2, yeah. but he's in Acts 2 saying the same, like, these are the days. And this is right after what you just talked about happened, where they're like, these dr- they're drunk. Like, because I believe they did speak in their languages, but then they were probably acting kind of crazy if they're called drunk. <laughs> like, so. Yep. But anyways, this says, and in the last days it shall be, God declares that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh and your sons and daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my male servants and female servants in those days, I will pour out my spirit and they shall prophesy. So, and this leads us into our next uh, ways he speaks is dreams, visions, um, dreams and visions. And I think too, that verse, like, not to get caught up on like oh it's just going to be the you know the sons and daughters that prophesy and the young men have visions and the old men just dream no he's just basically saying like everybody's going to have all these things like (laughs) um yeah like we're all going to experience something and that's the days we're living in these days like it started then but it's like now too so um and so dreams is mentioned in that in visions and so dreams is a way God speaks to us and I think so many people ignore their dreams and God is speaking to you in your dreams and this is a way that God actually speaks to me a lot and and I I believe you should steward the dream well meaning like if you have a dream and you wake up and usually if you wait a while, you'll forget the dream. So right when you wake up, what I do is I get my notepad on my, or my notes section on my phone and I'll write the dream down. And then sometimes I'll get the interpretation. Sometimes I just put it in there to just hang on to it. Cause sometimes it comes to pass or makes sense like a year later. It's weird. So um, I can't tell you how many times God's, has spoken to me in a dream and it's like it helped or something I needed or it was a warning or you know something that helped like for my future and so oftentimes the dreams are how he speaks or can speak to us as well and I think too for interpretation of dreams um you can ask for that like I don't think anybody's special that has it I think I pray, Lord, give me interpretation because I want to understand my dreams. And he's been pretty faithful. And um, at first I was using some spirit led books. I wouldn't go out in the world and get dream books, but make sure they're like, you know, grounded in uh, Christ and grounded in the word. And those helped me for a little bit. But I think as time went on, I just 
Holy Spirit would just give me the interpretation. And sometimes he doesn't, and that's okay too. So Yeah. Um, can I give yeah a scriptural yep. example real quick? So I was thinking back to like Joseph mm-hmm. in Genesis, where he had like God gave him dreams and you know, like you were sharing earlier how sometimes like God will give us dreams or he'll just speak to us in a specific way but we have to discern if it's like a now word if he's wanting us to share it or if he's just wanting us to pray into it like what it looks like and so I feel like Joseph is like a perfect example of yeah. that because he had these dreams and then he's sharing them with his brothers and his brothers are like you're crazy blah 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 and then um they end up selling him into slavery but way later in his life those dreams actually did come into fruition, but I feel like a great example was like he had those dreams, but maybe they weren't meant Mm -hmm. to be shared. But then again, it put him in a position to grow in character, even though it was probably the worst way to go into slavery. (laughs) But it grew him in character and God actually redeemed all of that. And the prophecy of his dreams of his brothers bowing down to him one day actually became a thing. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll read, I'm just going to read a short, the, just, uh, Genesis 37 to start. Yeah. in verses five through 11, um, it says one night Joseph had a dream. And when he told his brothers about it, they hated him more than ever. Listen to this dream. He said, <laughs> we were out in the field tying up bundles of grain. Suddenly my bundle stood up <laughs> and your bundles all gathered around and bowed low before mine. His brothers responded, so you think you will be our king, do you? Do you actually think you will reign over us? And they hated him all the more because of his dreams and the way he talked about them. Soon, Joseph had another dream, and again he told his brothers about it. Listen, I have had another dream, he said. The sun, moon, and eleven stars bowed low before me. This time, he told the dream to his father as well as his brothers, but his father scolded him. What kind of dream is that? He asked. Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow to the ground before you? But while his brothers were jealous of Joseph, his father wondered what the dreams meant. And so that right there is like, okay, Joseph, you probably didn't really discern if you should have shared that. Right. <laughs> and you upset a lot right. of people. <laughs> And kind of set yourself up for disaster, but it ended up working yeah, thank- out. Yeah, thankfully. Um, but I thought it was also cool. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I just thought it was also cool how, like, he didn't explain his dreams. Like, he just shared, like, what he dreamt of, but his brother actually interpreted mm-hmm. it. Did you see that? Like, that to me, that was crazy. And it is. <laughs> and I love how the Lord still used him going into a pit to actually set him up to where he needed to be to actually fulfill that dream. <laughs> like yeah he'll he'll work all things together for your good it's so true and even then and and just the beautiful redemptive part too is how like joseph chose to forgive his brothers and like that's just the the heart of the Mm -hmm. father right there i agree yeah Yeah, that's a good that's a good one (laughs) that is exactly what we were talking about too about like should you share it or like yeah and then how and then also the process like God took him through the process like yes you may be king one day but what does that look like like he just dragged him in a pit and then made him a servant like he's burning (laughs) out all that ambition and pride that he had boasting about his dream because I mean honestly it sounds kind of prideful he's like I had this dream and it almost sounds like he knew what it meant and his brother's like 
you know, yeah. oh, you think you're going to be king. And then God's like, no, we got to get rid of some of that pride for you to be a great leader. Like, <laughs> you know, you're the favorite son. Exactly. We don't like you. So you need to be broken down a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it's like, all right. You want right. to <laughs> We're going to we're going to take you through this. This fun little real real quick here. I think I'm kind of backtracking a little bit, but as we were talking, I literally just thought of this too. How like when when David cheated and also killed like his number one man because he slept with his wife, how he used Nathan the prophet to Mm -hmm. convict him and call him out. Um I was I don't know why I just thought of that, but how God can like Give someone, well, we didn't even talk on words and knowledge. Oh, that's but... another one. I didn't even add that to my list. My goodness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's how the Lord Yeah, I did. Me too. I don't even know why. Like, seriously, that's so funny. Oh, my gosh. We could do, we might have to do just a whole podcast on words and knowledge. <laughs> because that is true. Like, the Lord will just speak to someone through yeah. that. And, yeah. We're going to do a podcast on that. I, we will. Okay. I'll write it down. But just know that is the way that God yes. speaks people. <laughs> Words of knowledge. We'll go but over a whole podcast on it. With dreams, though, like, I know with Tracy, like, the, she gets dreams a lot. And for me, it's it's a rare thing. But when I do have them, they're very vivid. And I just, I know when they're from the Lord because of how vivid they are and how very clear the Lord speaks in it. Um, And so, I don't know, like, I over time oh I'm about to sneeze hold on <laughs> oh <nope. laughs> but but it's funny because like I used to have nightmares like all the time like I would either I would never dream I would just either sleep or have a nightmare mm-hmm. when I did sleep and then the Lord like delivered me from that and I have I maybe in the last five years I've only maybe had one or two nightmares um, and I would just kind of hand it over to the Lord and then I'd be fine again. But like, when I say I used to have nightmares, like on a consistent, like almost weekly basis, like, and they were intense, like it was like yeah. traumatizing. Um, and, and then the Lord like delivered me and now it's like, I have dreams and they're not like a consistent, like every night thing. But again, like I said, when I have them though, they are so the Lord and he's so on them and it's very clear. Um, when he's speaking in the dream and like what he's speaking that's so that's a good point too um because I like before I got I had to go through deliverance too when I first got saved because I was you know I share my testimony I was involved with like tarot cards and all kinds of stuff drugs so I opened the door to the enemy especially in visions and dreams so um And then also, like, if you have a spirit of fear that can come out in your dream, a lot of things can happen in your dream, which I think people discount because dreams they think aren't reality. But in the spirit world, dreams are a reality. Like, (laughs) so I think it's important to add, like, sometimes if you're having nightmares, like Carissa said, and I actually had when I first got saved, some really nasty, bad dreams, um, and I had to go through deliverance and now I haven't had that kind of dream like ever since. And really, 
But um, if you have those on a constant basis, um, then you might need deliverance or healing or whatever. And I think, too, another thing is, like, if your dream is, like, you're full of anxiety, fear, um, if the dream's kind of, like, not colorful, those are usually signs that it's not of the Lord and it's from the enemy. Because the enemy can also invade your dream life, too. Um, So just sometimes in dreams, like, a lot of people will experience that. And that goes back to, you know, what did you, there's probably an open door of why the enemy has a, a way into your dream life, whether it's a scary movie or, you know, you watch murder stuff all the time or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, and it can come out in your dreams. <laughs> like you'll start having dreams about people getting murdered. Well, are you watching this stuff? And that might be why. It's yes. what you're feeding your spirit. So, yeah that gateway or that exactly so Mm -hmm. just I when you were talking I was like that's so important it's like a key to remember is like you may need deliverance if that's the way you're dreaming um but yeah the dreams are important pay attention to them if you wake up and can remember then write them down sometimes they're just your vain imagination as well like you might I don't know like if you're dreaming about you know whatever I don't know something like that is not God you'll the more you know God again it's just like with anything the more you know him the more you'll know it's from him um so Carissa it's been almost an hour so I think we might have to do a part two of this like because we we need to cover the words (laughs) of knowledge the visions trances um prayer I mean we there's a lot so maybe we'll do part two yeah we could definitely do a part two but um but I do I would like to pray I have a prayer I wrote down um when I was I taught this at my church kind of this a little bit different but this teaching I wrote this prayer down I'd like to pray over the people if you don't mind Carissa okay yeah yeah so um father I thank you for our friends and family I thank you that you see them I thank you that you're eager to speak to them. I thank you that you're excited to meet with them, Holy Spirit. I ask, Father, that you would encounter them and meet them in a new way. Tonight, today, just throughout the day, I ask that you would ignite and activate their faith um, today to new levels. I break off the spirits of fear, intimidation, jealousy, low self-esteem, shame, condemnation, and performance. And I ask that you would replace it with joy, love, peace, hope, self-control, and a sound mind. I ask that the clutter of their mind from the day would lay at rest. May your peace flood their hearts and minds. May you give them your eyes, your emotions, your mind, and your heart. Holy Spirit, I pray that you activate all five senses so that they are completely aware of your presence. May you become so real to them. Speak to them in new ways, Holy Spirit. And I ask, Lord, that you activate the gifts in them. We bless them in the their coming and going in the name of Jesus. We pray, Amen. So yeah, Amen. we'll do part Amen. two because this is good. Like yeah, we part have two. a lot. I yeah. didn't realize we would <laughs> have this much, but this is good. Like I think it's gonna help people. Uh-uh. So yes, and then the words. Yeah, that, and that's so a that's huge good. one. I don't know why I didn't even think of that. That's awesome. Good job. That's probably because <laughs> you know the Lord's. Just, he needed yeah, you to chime he, in. He's like, hey guys, don't forget. Because <laughs> he, I feel like he speaks to a lot of people yes. through words of knowledge. Like, 
I mean, that's like a huge part of like prophecy is like speaking just the Lord giving you just that tidbit yeah, of information. It's so true. <laughs> we will, we'll have to talk about it. We'll hit yes. on it hard. <laughs> and we still got to go over visions, trances, the way he speaks to us in prayer, yeah. um, in the five senses and the words of knowledge. So we got a lot. We got a lot. Maybe it'll right. It might be three. three <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> and maybe next podcast, I can tell you guys that one of my dogs <laughs> talked to me. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yes, Lord, we asked oh, for man. you to talk to Chris and I in a new way this week or next two weeks in <laughs> Jesus' name. <laughs> yes. Amen. All right. All right. Well, yes. until next time. See y'all or hear you later. Bye.